we can't hide from the things that don't work. And that is on a micro in our own personal lives and also in a macro collective of like what doesn't work in society or what's been in the shadows that needs to be brought to the light so it can be seen. Yeah, it's a really interesting time to be on this planet. Hi, I'm Zoe. Hi, I'm Erica. Hey, Erica. This is our podcast. Well, what do we do on the podcast? Uh, we talk to wellness experts. Well, what do we talk about? Mm, wellness stuff. And why are we doing this? Because we want to have an inclusive conversation about things that you can actually use and apply to your life. Right. We don't think that wellness should feel preachy. We think it should feel like everybody can participate. That's right. So if you like what you hear, tell a friend. Give us five stars. They're all free. All of the above. All of the above. And think of us as your navigators on the bumpy highway to well. Natalie Miles. <laughs> Natalie Miles, yes. She is lovely. Could listen to her. Like, a lot of things that the rest of us don't know yet. Uh, yeah, which makes me a little suspicious because she's like on a road trip. I'm like, do we need <laughs> to be in Canada? <laughs> like, do we need to be fleeing? All right. I'm like, oh, Canada, really? What are you not telling us? Mm. Yeah, she's been. She's like, yeah, just, just me and my dog and a month's supply of food in the trunk. <laughs> I started thinking about that too. I'm like, do we need to talk about Station Eleven while we are? I can't. That book is just. And now, well, there's the show is on, right? I, I didn't even read the book. I watched the show, and it really has. Oh, I watched it a year ago, and it has stayed with me. Oh, it's been on for that long. Yeah, that's um, so creepy. What? Uh, yeah, anyway, but yes. It's, it's, uh, I think she's on to some Station Eleven tip. Yeah. yeah. But she's um, lovely and seems very uh, informed and full of insights. Yeah, she, she has one-on-one -on -one sessions. She has collective sessions, these collective predictions for like the year, which is what we spoke about. Um, and then she also sort of teaches people how to tap into their own intuitive nature because apparently we all have it. So, spoiler alert for the year. We're, we're screwed. <laughs> it seems like we need to sit tight for a little bit longer. We need to sit tight right here in our present chair, being present. Mm -hmm. Just be present. Seems like that was the plan. She was like, my only advice, <laughs> stop trying to plan, throw your goals out the window, and just put the hard work in the here and now. And sorry, I'm like basically giving them cliff notes for this entire conversation. That's but okay. I, I mean, it's, um, it. you know, because we just had the conversation and now I'm digesting it in the intro, which is a very backwards way of doing this. But um, it's a lot to digest. It's a lot. I'm, I guess I'm, I guess I'm hopeful. I think some of it was like very validating though. I think it was definitely validating. And I also think, look, I mean, obviously this topic, this area is not, you know, not everybody responds to it in the same way. There's certainly a lot of skepticism and cynicism out there around, you know, this type of conversation having to do with intuition and, you know, mediums and, and connecting to the other side. But I honestly feel like it doesn't matter what label or name you put it on. You can talk about energy and, you know, we can't argue with energy. It exists in the universe and we see how the exchange of energy and the flow of energy has impact on things and science and physics. Like it, it kind of doesn't matter what bucket you put it under. It's all really sort of telling us the same message, which is that to your point, you know, sitting in the present, being more focused on the present is the only way to really get to 
the future and you can't continue to live in the future. Why are you smirking? Because you're like, the message is pause. I was just going to interject there yet again. You're screwed. We're screwed. <laughs> yes. Kidding. Yes. Um, I thought she was actually joking when you asked her if she made any massive predictions for 2020. I won't give away what she said, but um, I was... I know. Well, obviously, have, we have to look back and say, well, what's your what's your track record? How accurate have right. you been? And we asked her about a big whopper that happened recently. <laughs> and guess what? Spoiler alert. She called it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like yeah. documented, apparently. <sighs> God. Oh dear. Um, I'm going to go and schedule my, my one-on-one session like mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. Yeah. She's wonderful. She, yeah. She's, she's good. Good chat. All right. Well, hopefully uh, we didn't spoil too much because there's a lot to take into. So um, have a listen and enjoy. Hey, co-founders of Earth and Star here real quick. What if we told you that your morning cup of coffee could deliver powerful immune support, keep dementia at bay, and help you sleep like a baby? Or that you could improve your gut health and reduce inflammation with a delicious daily gummy? You'd probably say we're full of shiitake. Mm-hmm. Well, it can. And as it turns out, all of these powerful health benefits are hiding right under our feet, literally, in the form of functional mushrooms, sometimes referred to as adaptogens. Adaptogens, they are fancy plants and fungi chock full of science-backed benefits to help your body restore, defend, and perform every single day. Earth and Star is our line of super premium adaptogen-infused goodies. Goodies, what do we got? We've got organic Mm. ground coffee in Mm. dark roast, hazelnut, even decaf for people like me. Um, And they're all boosted with a powerful dose of adaptogen extracts to give you the most delicious morning brew with zero crash, zero jitters, zero, zero for real. Mm, Talk to me. I like it. But is it actual coffee or that weird muddy tasting coffee replacement that you have to like mix and froth and then convince yourself it tastes good? Tastes good and not like mud, you mean? No, no, because it's actual coffee. We just added in the extracts. So you get extracts for powerful focus, sustained energy, no anxiety, no big whoop. And if that's not your thing, we've also got dark chocolate bars. I mean, fun. They're organic, 72% cacao with delicious flavors like mint, orange, sea salt, and all with no weird crap or additives. Most likely you have a daily chocolate habit anyway, so why not make it super delicious and functional while you're at it? Mm-hmm. And what's that? You still need an easier way to make this adaptogen habit stick? I see what you did there. I see done, where you're done. I know. Here's what I did. We've got gummies too. Get it? They stick. Um, nice. And we managed to pack a therapeutic dose into just two little vegan gummies. Two, two, not not four or six, because come on, people, no grown ass adult needs six gummies a day. <laughs> but if you do, no judgments. No judgments. And no, Earth and Star products do not taste like mushrooms. We will legit give you your money back if you taste even the slightest hint of shroominess. Our products are just like the ones you are already consuming regularly. Real coffee, real chocolate, etc. They are just boosted with functionality to help you adapt every day. Adapt every day with all the stuff that comes our way. Oh my God, I just did a rhyme. That was good. Um, that was pretty good. Uh, so check us out at earthandstar.com and or follow us at Earth and Star Co. And if you want 15% off, you can use the code HTW. 
on your first order. Well, we are very excited to chat with you. I think in general, just the topic of intuition and medium work and all of that is is certainly fascinating and 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 uh, seems to be there seems to be a lot of traction in this area right now. So I would love to get your thoughts on you know why that might be, but also um, because you know we're here in January, it's the beginning of New Year. There's lots of stuff going on. I know with like moons and planetary shifts and all of that. And we thought that maybe it would be a good time to get a little bit of some extra insight from the universe through you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. It's really fascinating because um, why is intuition having, um, and the spiritual community inverted commas, I hate that phrase. If I'm really honest with you, I think there's a lot of co-opting happening in the spiritual community right now, where it's just another business venture that is being abused and plundered For in lots sure. of different ways. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> There's a lot of in, in you know, or inauthentic people saying they are some things and they're not. So I think there's that. Uh, again, I think anyone that's kind of venturing into this space, um, do your homework like you would do if you were going to see a doctor or whatever. Like, or you're having a handyman come over, someone uh, to come over to your house to fix something, and you do the research on them. Do the same with your spiritual practitioners. Um, <laughs> it's really, really important because. Um, your energy is really important and, um, yeah, it's really important to have, um, that awareness, but there is this, um, we're in this really big shift right now and, um, people are opening up to their gifts, they're opening up to their awareness. There is a real shift going on of people looking, people are looking for something right now. People are looking for something to help them to anchor, to ground. And that's why, um, there is this kind of potential draw to see and look for something outside of ourselves versus again, the intuition and your gifts and your talents come, you know, obviously uh, come from within. I mean, obviously the outside world is, you know, showing you signs and messages and giving you guidance, but it's really, really important, um, to remember that the power is in your hands and it's not that there's someone that's better than you or has more you know, greater gifts that you need to be plugging in. I think this time is a really powerful time where we're really dropping into, yeah, our own truths, our own power and realizing that and and finding those people that can support us. But yeah, I think um, there's a lot of shifts going on right now um, until 26, 20, uh, 20, 26, 2027. We're really building um, to those two years when I tune in. Um, there's a lot of change on this planet. And I think everyone is beginning you know it started in 2020 um probably with the build-up from for many people in 2019 um and it continues so when everyone keeps going yay new year is this going to be better than 2020 21 22 and it's like no it's just it's more of the same like it's more crumbling it's more shifting it's more coming into alignment with who you are and what you're about and that's the name of the game right now there is we can't hide from the things that don't work. And that is on a micro in our own personal lives and also in a macro collective of like what doesn't work in society or what's been in the shadows that needs to be brought to the light so it can be seen. Um, yeah, it's a really interesting time to be on this planet. Okay, so you're saying <laughs> it's just a long time to wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's like supposed to be some kind of seismic shift that happens, you're saying, in like 2026, 20, 27? Yeah. 
it's 2023. What yeah. do you do? What am I yeah. doing till yeah. between now and then? <laughs> I just have to like, you know, face all the shitty things that are happening. Basically. Yeah. Okay. It's the, it's the, um, where are you not being truthful with yourself? Where is the body communicating with you that it needs to be evolved, shifted, adapted? What emotions or traumas that have been kept in the body that need to be looked at? What ancestor stories? So the stories that we carry on from our ancestors, the cyclical patterns that we don't realize that we're um, continuing to repeat in our relationships and how we show up and how we treat ourselves, how our relationship to money, our relationship to our bodies, um, the relationship to our homes, um, that's all coming up right now. So we're in this real, um, yeah. We're in the shit. Um, yeah. Like still. We're in this real, like, we got to face it. There's no, like, even to the point where, I mean, you just look at right now with the, the re- we've had this rise of celebrity culture, which is based on, like, a facade or, again, there's the separateness. That's going to, that's going to be, I'm really excited to see what oh happens. Oh, my God. Celebrity world and what, how that cra- crashes. When is that happening? So I can just like, start planning the party now. <laughs> how does it happen? That's what I want to know. I want to yeah, know. Yeah, because what last actual... year was all about. Last year was all about. Um, the theme for last year was polarity. So the theme for 2022 was polarity, and part of polarity was about um, identity. That last year we were really going to be discovering our true identities and the identities that we really wanted to. Um, shine the parts of us that we weren't stepping into um, and being really honest with ourselves around like what worked and what didn't. Um, And this year, 2023, the energy theme for 2023 is moving on, moving on. And so this year we're really being asked to, you know, what you discovered about yourself in 2022. Now it's like, it's action time. It's like, how do we move on from this? How do I what I just, you know, what you've discovered about yourself is, is moving on from that. And to bring it back to the celebrity culture, um, I really think there's going to be this seeing of, um, like what's real, what's not. And people seeing that those values, you know, being like, well, is that, are those my values? Are those my values to, you know, own a sport, you know, a supercar and have a 10 bedroom house and, you know, and is that what I really want? Or actually, is it more simple than that? But I also think we're going to see the darker underworld of seeing um, the strings that are being pulled behind celebrities to um, to share news narrative or, and or to look at the money that's connected um, behind the scenes and see the connection between it. Because it's, it's, it's all connected to things. Yeah. <laughs> Just like on a practical level, I'm just curious, like what, when do you sort of understand all these things? Just you personally, like when is this something that like through the course of 2022 was sort of like formulating or you were getting sort of, you know, insights, messages. I don't don't, totally understand. How does that information come Come through through to you and like when? Yeah. Well, and before you answer that, can we also like take it one step back and understand sort of how this even became available to you and and what what got you started here? How did this world that you operate in happen? And then to Zoe's point, like how does this information actually continue to come and and how do you process it? Like what's your your method? Um, 
great question. Um, I mean, I've uh, been psychic as a kid growing up. Um, I realized I could give messages to people when I was 16, when my mum invited me to a psychic circle, which was a, basically a group of um, people that got together in a house in the UK. And it was like, let's practice giving messages with each other. So that's how um, I realized I could give messages. But then I kind of, you know, it was around in my sphere, but it wasn't as if I was like, right, I'm going to make a career out of this. Like I had a career in film for 10 years, um, producing brand films, commercials, um, sports films. Um, that's what I, you know, I did. Um, and then life uh, took a detour and was like, hi, this is what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> um, but um, for me, it's really, um, I've always been really good at themes and patterns and being able to see timelines of things and being able to um, zoom out of the micro into the macro. So I actually kind of, I scan timelines. So that's how I work. I'll go forward and I'll go back and I'll look at themes and patterns um, and they'll show me themes and patterns and then they'll bring me like either show it to me as a global event or they'll bring me a certain word um, or, and for me, I'll, I'll go and like look at the energy and the, like I will ask to receive the energy of the year or the energy of the month. So, uh, or, and sometimes I'm, I'm not doing it consciously. Sometimes I'm just like walking around or doing something at home, like vacuuming the floor. And they're like, this is the energy forecast for February. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'll write it down. Um, it can come in dream form as well. Like I'll get dreams. Um, but yeah, for me, it's been this real kind of journey from being younger, like, and receiving messages, um, knowing and feeling when something is off, knowing when something's going on with somebody. Um, and then over the last recent, you know, 10 years, really being able to kind of look at it on a global level and see what's happening on a the on a thematic level, um, in the collective. So it's really been, and I'm someone that always says like, your gifts will change over time. Your intuitive gifts will change over time. So have I always had this gift to be able to channel what's coming in the collective? Probably, but I didn't know I had it because I wasn't practicing. Like I wasn't playing in the energy of my own intuition, which is why I encourage people to, you know, ask for the signs, ask for the messages, ask to be shown things. Um, and actually engage with the energy versus just like sitting and waiting for the guidance to come to you. Sometimes we have to kind of go and meet that energy in the middle um, to, to, to receive. Um, yeah. But I always say like everyone has some form, everyone's intuitive. Everyone has some form of intuitive gifts. Yeah. I wanted to ask, I mean, you, you wrote a book called You Are Intuitive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> I'm curious to understand more about that because I, I know that that is a common common theory that that everybody does have some level of intuition and maybe we refer to it you know differently. Maybe we call it instincts or we call it you know spidey senses or whatever. I think there are. I mean, I think that you know Zoe is like super keen on you know she picks up on things that it takes me or other people you know maybe a few hours or days or whatever longer to actually realize or yeah. you know just when you like. But how you do believe that, or I mean, you 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 state that that we all have it, and how 
how are we supposed to actually tap into it if it's not something that feels you know comfortable or familiar? We don't have the opportunity to go sit in a in a yeah, psychic circle yeah. and and actually really try to to, yeah. to work at it. Yeah, there are so many different ways. Firstly, I always say like um, sometimes we need to look at um, what's blocking us from connecting to our intuition because sometimes there's either um, a fear of the energy. A lot of people are scared around connecting to intuition because there's this fear that they'll turn the tap on and then they won't be able to turn it off and then they'll be like seeing dead people in their room and then um, and they don't want that. So like, straight <laughs> so there's this fear that if you open up to the energy that you won't be able to sh- turn it off and that then it might bring in like unwanted visitors. Um, and so, yeah, I... I mean, in the book, I go into great detail on like how you can like shut, you know, how you how you open up and how you shut down and how you ground so that that doesn't happen. Um, but on a practical level, um, yeah, looking at the other blocks that come up for you, whether it's social conditioning, that it's not like real or we've been told that it's not real. Um, a lot of people have religious conditioning as well around religion and that it's bad, that it'll again, it will bring through like evil spirits um yeah and um a lot of people um on a subconscious level have a lot of past life conditioning around it as well where past lives where they've been like uh, persecuted or tortured for inverted commas either being a witch or being intuitive or being a healer or um working with plants um all those people were you know a lot of people were um persecuted for that in the past so there's a lot of um kind of sticky like stickiness around like why why connect um but on a day-to-day basis um one really simple way is like when you get up in the morning and you have a shower use the water to cleanse your body um and then uh like use the water to cleanse your aura and then ask your guides like ask them to step forward ask ask the your team because we all have a spirit team to step forward and ask them like what do I need to know today what do I need to know today and then just notice where your mind wanders what how you feel in your body what imagery comes up um and that's a really um simple way um and then for me I always say that your intuitive messages are always coming through in your day-to-day life again those themes those patterns you might overhear words all the time and there might be this thing or, and then you keep watching TV shows and films that have the same theme as well. And you're like, oh my God, they're really trying to get my attention, you know, with this certain energy or this certain thing I'm experiencing. For me, that's intuition as well. That is your team like showing you, hi, you need to look at this. Like we keep dropping in the same word or theme or pattern like this is something that you need to look at i see numbers all the time i see the same number all the time everywhere yeah it's my apartment number it's the number of my home upstate it's like it's i always look at the clock at that time it's very strange amazing yeah i have it with um uh, the numbers eight and 32 or multiples of eight eight sixteen thirty two um like even when i got um i got a car and i could choose the number plate and there was this pile of number plates that i could pick and, um, yeah. And when I saw it at the number plate and I had my numbers and I was like, well, that's the plate. Um, it's just, it was fascinating. Um, yeah. How it, how it comes up. So when you, so do you practice more with like the collective or how, how do you break that out with individuals and, and sort of this larger, these larger thematic? 
Uh, for me, it's all the same. So how I yeah. channel for people, um, when I have a session with someone, um, I just start talking and I see what comes up and it go. I I hear, see, feel, know, um, and I just start talking. And then they show me timelines of people of this happened when you were age 10, this happened at 24, and this is why you're dealing with this now because there was an event that happened when you were younger that's connected to what's happening now. Um, and so people can see the pattern and the through line of what's, you know, because sometimes we see things in isolation, like something's happening in our life and we, you know, whether it's a relationship breakdown or uh, a problem with money or something that happened with our body and we're wondering why our body won't bounce back from something on a healing level. Um, and they will then show um, the person or show me that I then share, um, well, didn't this happen to this or this happened to someone around you and this impacted you this way. And it, and a lot of people are like, oh shit, I never put those two things together. And so for me, seeing that pattern and that timeline is the message and guidance for the healing that that person needs in the now that can then bring them closer to the, what they want in the future. Of course, they bring through future things, but a lot of the time it's like, this is what's happening in your life and this is where it comes from. And so for me, it's the same as the collective energy. It's the same. There's no, for me, there's no differentiation between me channeling a collective message and a personal message. It's the, for me, it's the, it's the same. It might have, um, like, I can tell the difference between whether it's an ancestral message or it's a spirit guide message or it's a collective message. There's a certain, <laughs> I mean, I sound really weird saying this. There's like a certain and different energetic quality to it, or I can, it just, it feels different when it's entering my body or entering my mind or entering like, or actually coming out as words. It feels different. Um, and it's the same when I'm doing mediumship because I'm a medium and I can bring through loved ones. If, if someone on the other side speaks really fast I speak fast. If they do weird certain pauses in their speaking or they have a particular tone, my voice mimics them in some way. And people are like, oh, wow, that's really fascinating. You even sound like how they talk. And that's just because you're, again, you're connecting to that kind of energetic quality. So when you say they... Yeah. Um, is, it, <laughs> is it my is it my they or is it your great question team? Is yeah. it your team talking to you or is it my cheerleaders? Yeah, I love that you say that because so many lots of people who are channels they'll they'll label where it comes from. So they'll label um, whether it's a set of galactic guides or they'll they'll label um, like Abraham Hicks or whatever. They'll label like this is who I'm channeling. For me, um, I've never done that. I don't really, it's never come through to me in that way. For me, it's um, it's that I'm working with your guys, with your team and my team. And we're, um, I'm acting as an intermediary, like a, a radio, basically like a radio receiver mm -hmm. um, to connect your team to your team, your loved ones to my team and that I can then share the information that wants to come through. And just really quick, because I know that we want, I have so many things to cover, but I have to throw this out before I forget. And because it's sort of what we're talking about when you're talking about the ancestors, you know, if you want to connect with someone, does this just, like, what do you think, I guess, is the most blunt way of saying this? Like, what do you think happens when you die? 
<laughs> I mean, like, yeah. do you, are you yeah. crossing over to this cheerleading side? Um, great question. I really feel that we do our soul moves onto a different body. I really feel that we get reincarnated into, again, um, a great book for that is Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss um, to describe it. But um, yeah, I really feel that we we go somewhere, we're in this kind of bardo state, this liminal state, and then we get reincarnated into a different body. Um, and then when there are soul groups within that, so we get, um, we our, our families repeat themselves where we then become the father or the mother or the child um, within the different family dynamic in, an, in, a, <laughs> in a new time. Um, that's how, that's how I see it. So, but when, so people then always ask, well, who are you connecting to then? If you're doing mediumship and the, they've moved on, like, who are you connecting right. to? <laughs> like, and so I too. always share that we leave an energetic imprint. So we leave an imprint of, um, of ourselves at that, mo- at that time in that body. So when someone's coming through and they're sharing, um, yeah, like that this, that something happened, um, in, and they were like, they're watching, they're like, like so a moment happened in their life and that this person on the other side was watching. Um, it's like an imprint of being it. It's interesting because I was reading a news article about Prince Harry in this new book and how he went to go and see a medium um, to contact Princess Diana. And, um, and I thought, good on him for talking about going to see a medium <laughs> because yeah. there's something really important, powerful because he shared the story around a Christmas ornament or something breaking. And and I know a lot of people will be like, well, uh, was that actually Princess Diana doing like there in the room, like watching this happen? And all I'll say is like, it's an, it was an imprint of her um, in that space, view, viewing, viewing that moment that, that, that the medium could then, um, could then then share. I'm going to need a diagram. I need like a flow chart of like where they, how we're moving through. The soul the goes here and the body goes here and imprint goes and here. Here. In, And that's the funny thing in the space time continuum of, of sharing messages as well of how that sits and flows within, again, within space and time. And I know a lot of psychics won't give timelines on things because they say, you know, that, well, what is the timeline? Time is different on the other side too. So we only have a human relativity to time. So uh, how, how do you do, again, how do you do that? But um, you can you can still give timelines in, mm-hmm. within that. It, but timelines that you also as a human have to be doing the work too. You, you know, many times have I done a client session and and they've given like practical hard advice, like practical advice of things that need to shift and change for them to move forward. And then they come, people come back, you know, six to eight months later, and spirits like, yeah, but did you do the things? Did you did you actually make the changes? And it's like, well, you didn't. So how do you expect things to change in the physical if you're not willing to invest in like putting the energy in that like transformation too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. It is. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I want to go back just um, to what we were talking about at the beginning when you're speaking on more of a kind of a global level and you mm-hmm. were talking about looking at timelines and, you know, this like 2026, 2027 yeah. goal that we have to kind of push towards. But you said that it started before the pandemic. You said that th- yeah. this shift kind of started in 2019 mm-hmm. around then. And mm-hmm. so I guess it's the question is, um, can you, is there an explanation or any kind of insight into what actually shifted? And then the other part of that question is like, where were we before that? And what, I mean, cause I think we can certainly all point to times in our lives around yeah. that year, for example, and say, oh, well, yeah, things maybe felt better before that, yeah. which may or may not be true on an individual basis. But can you give a little bit more yeah, of like as a, a generalization? We um, yeah. It's interesting when you say 2019, um, I keep hearing like um, the Dory, uh, like just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. <laughs> like there's this energy of like, we're all in this like, just keep swimming mode and we're doing our things and we're like planning for the future. There was so much future planning. Like I'm going to be doing this next year and I'm going to be doing that next year. And this is what I'm going to be doing in two years time. And there has been this bringing stuff down to the present where we're not again, like being shown that we need to over plan. There were many conversations that I had in 2019 with other intuitives and healers and being like, what's the elephant in the room for 2020? Like what is going, like there was just a build, there was a build up, um, there was a build up to, to the energy um, really, really shifting um, and, and moving towards that. Um, the U S the U S elections, um, Trump, everything that's connected to that was all part of that energy as well. Mm. Um, and, and the shift in kind of US politics is definitely part of all of that. Um, but what it has shown us is, hmm, I think we're being asked to be like more value driven and to be more from the heart. Again, this authenticity of like, what do we want? How How is it important to us? Um, and more importantly, the, the, the phrase is like, what's in the shadows, like what's in the shadows of your relationship, your intimate relationships, your friendships, your family dynamics, that's all coming, that's all coming up, um, and has been coming up, um, within, um, 2020, 2021, 2022 of, of, of really being like living in your values and living in your heart space and, and, and looking at really what's not working like many people who've been in jobs and jobs for years and years and years but they feel like they can't make a change because you know that's what they've always done now they're like oh god I don't want to be here anymore like how do I make this you know how do I make this change or they've been living somewhere for a really long time and they're like nope this is what I do this is where this is what home is and then suddenly it's like actually like this isn't this isn't serving us like it's it's just stripping everything the energy right now is just stripping everything back. And the shift of where we are right now in this moving on energy is um, we're all being like moved to places where we need to anchor the energy for the next phase. And we're also in this moving on energy, um, like getting closer to what lights us up again, like getting us closer to what feels like our true selves. And it's what the polarity of that is, is also um, the pressure of like the news telling you like, 
yeah, but we've got a global recession, so don't do that. Like again, there's this, there's always something in the news or something that's happening. And of course we have to acknowledge it. It's real. Like people like living costs are higher, fuel costs, like everything is is coming up to a, a real point. But it's asking us to again see that like squeeze that's happening in our personal lives and the squeeze that's happening in the collective. But as in a personal but personally, I really see that people are having such massive transformational like breakthroughs. Like people are really being like, I'm not living like that anymore. Um, mm. And that's really powerful to witness. And I think there's going to be, like we had in, um, we've had over the last couple of years of people, be, you know, going on the streets and saying like, no, enough, this doesn't fit, this doesn't work. There is going to be, again, it's going to be back to the people to be like, hang on a second, this doesn't fit or this doesn't work or how can we change things? So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how voices are amplified, but also how voices are squished um, over the next little while as well. Yeah. Yeah. 2020 was, if nothing else, just like created such a domino effect for everyone to just break apart, you know, where they live, how they live, what their job is. Do they really need to be there? I mean, it's kind of, it's incredible. No one, no one, was untouched by that. And it's still sort of like unraveling. Like we're still feeling the aftershocks of the 2020 sort of like shift that literally um, just shook up the snow globe, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. Someone gave an analogy to me. It's like the snake has eaten the mouse and, and it now has to move all the way through the body. And right now it's like stuck at the throat and we still have to have it being, you know, it has to process all the way down. So like, the throat is 2023 and the <laughs> yeah, tail exactly. of the snake is 2027. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit. That's like, um, <laughs> that's some horrible digestion right there, by the way. <laughs> but I think what everyone is really being called to right now is community, community and family and people. There's this, and it not ha- doesn't have to be like familial family, but whatever you identify as family but there is this real need and feeling to be connected to the land that you're on as well as the people that are around you and having that, you know, uh, be made really obvious in 2020. There feels like again in 2023, there is this real like focus on that. Um, one of the words, um, cause there's like, I do a, an overview for theme and then there's lots and lots of sub sub themes that come through for the 2023 energy forecast and 2023 was one of the words was nourishment and that this this year is all Mm. about nourishment and we have to like make that a priority around nourishing our bodies nourishing our soul nourishing our fun and our joy nourishing our relationships like it's really important this year So it's interesting that you say that it has a lot to do with the land that you're connected to, but then you yourself are completely nomadic right now. So how do you reconcile that? (laughs) There's some stuff shifting behind the time, behind the scenes right now that I'm not, (laughs) I'm not ready to share yet, but there's, there's the, that it's impacting me. Of course it's Mm -hmm. impacting me again. Everyone's like, Oh, does this mean that because you get all the downloads and all the insights that you know, you're immune to this stuff. And I'm like, oh God, I wish that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, but I also know that I sometimes um, 
I experience things like three months in advance of the stuff that's happening in the collective so that when it's ready to be shared, I've already integrated, I've already integrated it myself. Um, I'm lucky that I've been, um, I haven't been nomadic since October. So I've been, I'm in one place now until March, um, which has been really, really nice again to be anchored in one space, in one spot, um, but I'm getting downloads of where I'm being moved to um, next that feels like, you know, a longer anchoring in. Um, and it's, yeah, it's brought up a lot because I think we're in this space where sometimes it's not what we expected or we can resist where we're being guided towards out of ego, out of um, being stuck what we think our future visions look like. Oh, but I thought my life was going to look like this, or mm-hmm. I thought this was this was how it was going to go, and I think so. People are like, "Oh, but if you got that as an intuitive message, does that mean the intuitive message is wrong?" And for me, I always say, "Well, that message that I received in March has taken me on this insane journey, which has actually been such a massive healing portal." And for whatever message you guys are receiving personally too, around never see as an, an intuitive hit or a download is wrong because the insight that, that happens off the back of it is part of the journey that then leads you to the next piece of intuitive information that leads you closer to where you're supposed to be. Right. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I feel like the this sort of swirling question in my mind always when I'm trying to like really check in with like, what, you know, what, what is the, what message am I supposed to be receiving mm-hmm. right now? Or like, you know, what am I, what are my guides telling me? I mean, I think it's like, it's so hard to tell the difference between, you know, your gut, your intuition, like how do you really truly trust yourself Mm -hmm. and, and not get confused with sometimes like these overriding things that come in, you know, out of left field, like the ego and the the fear monkey brain how do you how do you operate out of a place of true authentic like intuition and and not confuse it with these other very common great question i think we um a couple of things um i took i have a whole chapter in the book about this but um sometimes it's about us being really honest with ourselves of when we're lying to ourselves or when we're like um when we know something is off, but we keep pushing forward, there's also that feeling when something does feel off. Um, but a lot of the time people are like, yeah, but uh, sometimes the, the change in the transformation is uncomfortable. So how can you trust something that feels really uncomfortable, especially if you have trauma responses to it, because then you're bringing up, you could be bringing up something from the past that actually you need to move through and heal to move closer to the future. Um it's such a minefield. Um, for me personally, um, how I describe it is the intuitive message will come in, it will give you the message and it will leave. It will leave your mind. It comes in, it gives you the message and it leaves. And it will come in with like an authoritative tone. It'll have an energy for energy behind it that it feels like it's dropping in a piece of information and then it will leave. The anxiety fear brain will give you the information and then it'll be like whirring around and then you'll be overthinking it and over planning it and it will become more logical. Um, sometimes the intuitive message doesn't make sense. And that's also that then we, we try and rationalize it and make sense of it. 
and actually end up making less sense of it. <laughs> um, and I also, for me, I also listen, I see it as like, not just the information that's intuitive, but that our bodies are intuitive. So it's also about knowing like how your body is feeling or reacting to um, that. Like if you know where you hold your anxiety, mm. if you know where that sits on a day-to-day basis when you're overthinking or in that anxious state, that's also going to be like on high overdrive instead of it there being a sense of, I don't want to say calm or peace, but it, it's not going to impact. The intuitive message doesn't impact the body in that way either. It For, it, for me, I just describe it as like, again, like it comes in, it gives you the message and then it leaves. Does that make sense? Totally. Is that what you refer to when you talk about the drop-in? I know you use that phrase. Just yeah, yeah. 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 I've used that. Um, it's funny because that's what January is. January 2023, the theme for the year is, for the for the month is the drop-in because we're getting these like drop-in downloads and um, drop-in energy um, that's coming in. Um, but yeah, and and the intuitive trust muscle, bringing it back to that fear and anxiety piece, again, it's like, well, sometimes we put loads of pressure on ourselves that we have to like go for really big things. Like it's all about like moving the house or changing the job or or ending the relationship. Like sometimes we to put too much pressure that we want this to work on the really big things first versus being like, do you know what? I'm going to play with this with some some smaller based like feelings of 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 asking for things to show up or um or knowing <laughs> which aisle to walk down being like do you know what I really need this and I have this feeling it's going to be in this shop and, and it might be down here and no one's going to do you know what I mean like the most uh, sim, sim, like simple things sometimes it's easier to start with the simpler small things before putting the pressure on like the big life decisions yeah because I think that can like really um, wreck your confidence in using it yeah. Sure. Well, Amen. it's the, the, I mean, can you talk a little bit too about sort of like in this theme of predicting 2023 and how we need to be more present now yeah, more than ever, uh, you know, and as someone who likes to, I mean, I feel like I'm, I'm usually pretty comfortable with like being in the now and not trying to over plan everything because nine times out of 10, it's not really how you think it's going to turn out. Um, but like how, I mean, how do we put that into practice or like what yeah. just can you talk a bit more this, about this year, trying to be in the now yeah like this year isn't about goals like it really isn't about goals it came through in the 2023 energy forecast this year is not about like it's not about goals i don't have to uh-uh. do anything just hang it's out not, it's about no it's about like <laughs> moving yeah. towards something but noticing whether you're someone that um isn't in the present because you're always in the future setting the next goal, setting the next target, setting the next thing. Because as in this moving on energy, moving on insinuates that there is going to be lots of movement, that you're going to be moving towards something. And and automatically as humans right now, many of us, when we say moving on, that means like setting the next goal, setting the next target, making the next thing that happens. And the irony being is that in this moving on energy, we're actually having less clarity of what we're moving towards. And so this moving on energy is being done in the unknown and is bringing us back into the present moment. So the moving on happens in the present versus like 
well, what's happening in six months? What's happening in 10 months? What, you know, what's happening in my business? Where am I going to be living? What's happening in my relationship? Am I going to have the money that I need to um, buy that house at the end of the year? Instead, they're like, this year is those present moments that nourish the body, that nourish the soul. That is like, do you know what? This feels fucking amazing right now. So do you know what? That's what I'm going to do. And it might not make sense next month and it might not make sense in two months but you know what this is where I have the clarity like in the now that feels that feels really good and that's going to be building that's going to be testing a lot of people because it's actually bringing that intuition energy back into the now of like trusting yourself in again like trusting yourself in in the now um so for but anyone personally is like, well, great. How do I stay in the present moment? Um, oh man. I mean, there's so many, like for me, um, <laughs> um, I love breath work. Breath work is like really powerful to bring you back into the present moment in the now. Um, eating your favorite food and nourishing your body with your favorite, favorite food or your favorite drink, like, and taking that time out to, to be in the now with it and, and, and be open to receive the downloads and the drop-ins that are happening of what that is. Maybe you're someone that loves to move their body, move their body, and they 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 feel in the present moment the most when they're you know they're sweating. Maybe it's someone that just needs to be sat near a tree and doing nothing, and that's what they need to be in the present moment. But it's again like, do you know what I'd ask people like what were you doing in 2020 when you were stuck in your houses and you had to be in the present moment like what were you like oh I really want to do this because I know it really brings me joy and it brings me back into that moment we're kind of returning into um that simplicity to bring it back into the now um and these practices are all about moving energy this is all about moving energy stuck stagnant energy through the body so that we can um feel more like ourselves in the now where we're kind of clear of um you know the fears the doubts the 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 exterior news information the thing that your best friend or your partner just told you that's really pissed you off and that you need to get out of your you know you need to process like it's all part of that uh-huh i feel like i want better news <laughs> sorry uh-huh. I think I want better news also another question what years <laughs> did you predict like what were the worst years that you predicted what were the best like did you see 2020 coming yeah, I said at the start of 2020, there was going to be a global health crisis. And it came through in the 2020 energy forecast that came out in the start of first week of January. Okay, so you weren't like, they, like people are going to be displaced and this, what you were just like, no, there's going to be a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, this is coming up. And it also came through around how people were going to be pitted against each other. Um, and that, um, again, around using voices um and that year 2020 was the year of um self-sovereignty i think that was a theme for mm-hmm. 2020 that came through and you you couldn't have more you couldn't have had a more apt theme for 2020 um and again you know 
at the start of it all and being like, and this is going to happen and this is going to happen and this is going to happen. And people are like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You're crazy. Like, you know, <laughs> this stuff won't happen like that. And it just, un, you know, it's unraveled in those, it's unraveled in that way. So 2020, you know, has come through um, as a big, ter- you know, as the big turning point. And I know there was so much pressure from the, uh, for people wanting 2021 to be better. Like, you know, we've had such a shit year, you know, and I, that's why as we build through to 2026, 27, there's this real like, and I always say is you doing you, you being in your authentic self, you being in your true identity is the most powerful thing that you could do right now because that energy and that frequency then ripples to your friends, it ripples to your family members, it ripples out to everyone that's around you and that that then inspires them to be their authentic selves and for them to communicate their truths. And in the end, that's what we're being asked to do right now. And so instead of seeing it as like, um, oh fuck, does that mean the world's like, self-imploding and where you know what's going to happen because I think we can then really spiral ourselves into doom and gloom where it's like well what's the point of starting that business what's the point of doing that thing what's the like it's we can then be in this like fear I kind of want to say fear of death like fear of death mode or fear of the ending or fear of that being taken away and of course that's a massive human you know thing that runs in all of us like the fear that we could be here one day and gone the next. And so when we talk about things changing, I think that also has a really big impact on people because 2020 was looking, really looking at our relationship to death and endings Mm -hmm. and looking at how as a globe, as a, you know, as a global population, the fear of death unraveled. um, Yeah. To the max. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) because <laughs> I've said I've lady. said on other podcasts I've said on my own there is going to be more death on this planet in this time moving forward and so we're really looking at our relationship to death and endings at the same time too but that's yeah, why um, living is really important right now right. Yeah, that's why it's <laughs> that much that more important crazy. to be present yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. Well, culturally, I think America is going to have a big, that's going to be a very uncomfortable place to sit in because we do not like to talk about death. We're not comfortable with the subject. It is just the scariest thing uh, we could imagine. Um, Yeah. We need to learn from some other cultures on that tip. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to keep coming back around. It's going to be interesting how um, death and the theme of death is going to be um spoken about or just endings in general um yeah the endings and the transformational cycle is going to be really fascinating has my dog sent you any messages during this recording (laughs) i love you (laughs) (laughs) he just he recently crossed over and i just i just thought i saw a little something in your eye that suggested (laughs) let me see let me see if i can bring him through hang on (laughs) Um, Irving wants to say hi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, firstly, there's something around like knowing that you did enough and that you have to give yourself permission and closure that you didn't like you did enough to support him or did enough on his transition, like that you did enough, that you put enough, like you did everything that you could to 
like keep him like keep him here but also to give him the smoothness of the transition like that you did enough there's also something straight up around like new dog new dog new dog new dog new dog new dog new <laughs> like new dog new dog like you need you you that outlet like you really need that outlet and it's like I don't want to it's like you've been walking the walk that you used to do with him without him being there or that there's been yeah like you you need to be in those spaces um yeah it's it's important um do yeah, you still have his bed um he had a couple <laughs> yeah I just yeah it's just like it feels all I'm seeing is like there's an empty bed that wants to be refilled with another dog that really wants to come through hmm. all right Thanks better tell her. your kiddos <laughs> <laughs> They've already told me. They'll be so happy to hear it. <laughs> you guys, you guys need it as a family. There's something that it like the dog helps you pro- all process your emotions. It all they like it helps like you will get to process your things through the dog in it, and the dog doesn't mind it. It's like cool about that. I should say. <laughs> I should say yeah, that's that. the great thing about pets. You just like project all of your feelings yeah. onto them. And they'll let you know when they're not happy with it too. They're like, back back off. I'm not doing it. But you're supposed to have another dog. All right. Thank you for that. Thank you for that message. Okay, Mimi, what do you got? What do you got? (laughs) Classic. Um, um, You're in this like really big rebuild time of everything's being like rebuilt around. Like there is this being rebuilt around you. But I feel like there's something that it's fascinating that you really want be on the wall, like uh, like a dream or a vision or how you want or like a part of your business or something that you really want to like write a book or something that you feel like is unobtainable in this rebuild. And they're saying like, that's the thing that you need to move towards right now, because I feel like there's this like playing safe, playing safe, playing safe um, instead of being like this is what I really want and I'm going to go for it. So whatever you're wanting to move towards um, this year that feels unobtainable or feels like scary to like admit that that's the thing that you actually want, like that's the thing that you have to admit this year. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. It's a dog. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And again, it's like how you're seen and how you're heard is in, in, in that energy of like, or like what your creative self is, there's something on a creative level that wants to flourish. Um, and it's like, you're doing a dance around the creative project instead of just like being like, that's, that's what I need. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Cool. It does. Oh, Natalie. Gosh, well, I'm going to have to schedule my own uh, session here. <laughs> Seriously. We've gone deep and I know we've, we've covered so we've, we've covered, covered a lot. lot. No, this has been fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, we want to encourage people to read your book and listen to your podcast and maybe also come to you for one-on-one, but you're probably inundated, I'm sure, this, yeah. at this point. Yeah, I have. Um, I open up one-on-one sessions every month um, so that people can, um, yeah, just um have access they go out to my newsletter first and you can also uh download the 2023 energy forecast so if you want the full 2023 energy forecast it's like two hours long um, and it goes really deep into all the themes um so yeah you can download that and i share like 
what what's happening like key energy each for the month for each month of the year um key events um yeah and what where will we where we'll be moving through from january through to december as we move into 2024 love it wow <laughs> it's a lot to digest it's a lot to digest. <laughs> um i thank you so much though it's uh it's fascinating. It's like reading the best horoscope ever. I started. <laughs> you know, remember the excitement, like reading the horoscope in like the back of the newspaper? Yes. Like reading your friends. Yeah. Don't do that anymore, but it's very fun. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. I can't wait to um, to sign up and have a very in depth session with you. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Natalie. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please go to Apple Podcasts and give us a review. Give us a couple of stars. Give us five whole stars. They don't cost you anything. And you can find out more information on our website at htwpodcast.com. And you can follow us on social at Earth and Star, which is at Earth and Star Co. Thanks so much.